Welcome back to the Multi-Channel Reseller Podcast. This is Joshua Esters back again with another episode. Let's get straight into it. But before we do, um, one thing I'm going to say first is if you want to reach me, if you have maybe some podcast ideas, some questions, some comments or anything, our line of communication right now is email. So email me at multichannelpodcast at gmail.com. That's multichannelpodcast at gmail.com. I'm not going to spell multichannel. <laughs> you got to Google it, but it's spelled the same way that it is in the dictionary. But um, uh, yeah, so, you know, there's just been a lot of things on my mind lately a lot of different podcasts that I wanted, uh, podcast topics that I want to do, but I landed on this one. Um, there's been, you know, updates to, you know, a private label. So I want to talk about that. I want to talk about um, what I talked about in my last episode. I want to probably do a part two of that about marriage and business and uh, will it work? Question mark, you know, because it's always a it's a question mark on that. Um, and then there's some other stuff with crypto that, you know, um, that I want, I want to get into. Um, but, but, but this one, I just wanted to lay it out there. Um, it talk, you know, today we're going to talk about, you know, paying, you know, we're going to talk about paying. Now the premise of everything I'm going to talk about today is, is there's no such thing as saving. There's no such thing as saving money. There's no such thing as saving time. There's no such thing as saving anything. You're always paying. You're always paying. You're always giving up something in exchange for something else. You're always paying. But I think what happens is we get in, we, I think what happens is when we get into trouble with a lot of, a lot of the decisions that we make, whether it's about entrepreneurship, about life, about whatever, I think the, the, the problems that we, that we encounter is because we make decision, decisions and not understand what the cost is, right? So we all, you know, understand the idea of, you know, there's a cost to things you know there's a, there's a cost to the decisions you make you may have heard of that before but i don't think people actually really think about okay well how much is that cost like try to put a actual figure or a actual definition or a actual or just put words to that question what is the cost right so that's the premise there's no such thing as saving there's only expending only you know, and, and if, if anybody wanted, wants to challenge that idea, I would love to hear it, you know, but everything I've thought about, I haven't thought of any scenario where you actually save. That is, that is not a, I don't even know how that word came into existence. It's only expend. It's only give. It's only give out. It's only output. And I'm going to prove it to you in this episode. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you. And you know what? I'm not uh, completely immune to falling into this trap. 
of thinking I'm saving, you know, because that's what, you know, I mean, we, we all, you know, we all, we, we all live on this planet, you know, and this concept of saving and of, uh, of believing that we're putting in lesser input and getting in a greater amount of out, um, a greater amount of output, you know, you know, that's, that's just a concept that's constantly, um, you know, in our society in different cases, whether it's in the classroom, whether it's, you know, in formal conversation, informal conversation, TV, whatever it is, the concept of, you know, putting in less and getting out more is just a, a concept that we all are aware of. But I am here to tell you that it's not that simple. That is not a formula that, uh, that you can follow because you are always paying. You're always paying. You're paying with either your money, your energy, attention, and time. Or time, excuse me. Or all of them. Or all four of those. N-E-A-T, right? Yeah, four. <laughs> so, yeah. So, all four of those, you're either paying one with one or a combination of some or with all. You're always paying with something of yours, of your intangible assets, right? Which are the most valuable assets that you can have um and some of them physical being the money right so that's a physical asset but the energy attention and time those are more valuable um to you um a lot of times more valuable than the thing that you are exchanging it for let me crack open the coke zero real quick uh, so uh doesn't make any sense how good this is so you know just to give a little background on the coke zero thing so if um if you're new or if you don't really know if you haven't been around in the podcast for a while um i had um i had a smoking habit a smoking habit excuse me and <clears throat> when i stopped i did you know i did my own my own thing in terms of how I stopped smoking. And one of them was to, um, to drink Coke. Um, now I would drink Coke. And the reason why I would drink Coke is to, um, to kind of, uh, to hope that, um, my, my cravings and, and urges to smoke, would kind of um, lessen, right? When I get those cravings, I, I used to get these cravings in my, I still do, honestly, not not as often as I used to, obviously, but I still get the cravings in my, in the, in the back of my, my jaw. And when I'm not, when I didn't smoke for a certain amount of time, I'll get these, these, this, this, these feelings, you know, of tightening in my jaws. And, you know, and then when I would smoke, most of the time when I would smoke, it would relieve that craving. But the Coke Zero, or the Coke, I was just drinking Coke at the time, was um, helping me, you know, lower those, or um, at least psychologically, I believed it was helping me with that. Now, it may or may not, I could have been psyching myself out, could have been a placebo, but that's not the point. The point is, I did it thinking it would, and it, and it, and it helped. And it actually did help, whether it was real or not. 
but I was drinking Coke, and I was like, yo, you know, you know, it's kind of the calorie thing, like, it's just, I'm just drinking, I'm drinking a lot of them during the day, and I'm throwing them back to back to back, but then I got to, um, I got a Coke Zero, and I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm throwing back a lot of calories, so let me, um, let me try this Coke Zero thing, and I'm, uh, zero sugar, low, low calorie, no calorie, it's not really my thing, I don't like stuff like that, they have a very weird taste, but the Coke Zero, um, um, stuck, so I, you know, drink a mini Coke, um, I drink a mini Coke Zero all the damn time, every day, honestly, um, and, uh, I enjoy it, you know, zero calories, zero sugar, which is not entirely true, but it says zero sugar, but I understand, but I understand that the, there's an ingredient that's, you know, that's sugar, but, um, but it is zero calorie, so I'm good with that, and it's, it's delicious to me. All right, so you pay, okay? You pay, all right? So what what is the cost? What is the cost of going from your house or your job to one gas station versus another? So one gas station has a certain price. Another gas station has a lower price. For example, um, I know a lot of people, if you have a Costco near you and they have Costco gas, for example, when you go to the Costco gas stations, them lines be crazy, right? Now you have a membership with Costco. It is cheaper. Okay. It is, it is a uh, quote unquote cheaper, the gas, right? Um, at least it's, it's a lower price than probably, probably the gas around the corner or nearby. Okay, but that is it's a, it's obvious that those people are paying. Where are they paying with? They're not paying with their money. They're paying with their time. All right. So, I you know even though I have a Costco membership, you will never catch me at a Costco gas station ever, 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 ever. I've never been to a Costco gas station because it was obvious that you pay with your time there. Okay. So even when I was broke in college. All that kind of stuff. I was never really necessarily broken kind. I just I just always made enough money to to do what I got to do, but still broke, not having any excess <laughs> to do beyond what I was, uh, what I had to do. Um, I you know you still wouldn't catch me at uh, Costco because it was obvious, right? It was obvious to me. Now there's there's a lot of things that are not obvious, okay? A lot of things that are not obvious, okay? So it may not be obvious to a lot of people the cost to go from nine to five to full-time entrepreneur. It may not be obvious. Now, the gas station example, pretty obvious. Okay. Going from nine to five going to full-time entrepreneur it's not that obvious now the problem is it's sort of kind of been um glamorized for the lack of a better word you know over x amount of years you know being the entrepreneur and you know doing your own thing and not having a nine-to-five and all this stuff right but there's actually and i and i didn't really uh, i didn't understand this when i was working a nine-to-five I didn't understand this until I was an entrepreneur. That there's actually uh, 
there's some pros, like there's some real pros to working nine to five. Okay. But let, let me, let me stay on track though. Okay. So the cost of going from full-time uh, employee to full-time entrepreneur, for example, see you may, if you consume a lot of entrepreneurship content and things like that, you may have heard or read about conversations about when to quit your job. Okay. When do you quit your job? You know, when you're an entrepreneur or you're, you have a side hustle, when, when can you quit your job? So that's a common, common question. And a lot of people have different answers. But what I did notice for a lot of, a lot of people, um, a lot of people who answer that question, what I've heard many times over and over is, you know, make, um, you know, twice as much as your job you know, in your side business, right? Or in your business, make twice as much or um, make the same the same amount. Make the same amount in your business as you do in your um, full-time job. And then you can quit your full-time job. Now, I would err on the side of make twice as much, but some people say either or. Now there's all these li- different nuances to that, right? It depends on you know how much you're making at your job, right? So if you're making thirty thousand a year, you know it may not make sense, or it may, you know, it depends. It may or may not make sense to quit your job when you start making thirty thousand in your in your side business, okay? If you're making five hundred thousand, it may or may not make sense to quit your job. When you're making twice as much. Okay. It may not make sense to quit your job when you start making a million dollars in your side business. Because that would be asinine. That would be insane to try to make a million dollars in your side business to quit your job that's making 500000 Right. So that person may have to. See, the, the first person may have to um, quit when they make twice as much. You know, 60000 in their side business versus the 30,000 in their current job. And then the $500,000 guy or gal needs to make, you know, get their business, get their side business up to 250,000 maybe, you know. Now, depending on the determination and and, and the individual, just just the individual. Depending on the individual, that may or may not work cuz that's definitely a cut in lifestyle, right? So if you're not willing to make that cut in lifestyle, that wouldn't make sense, you know. So it, there's nuances to that. But if you're talking about most people, most people make around, what, 50000 or less. Most people, you know. Um, so, yeah. So if you're making 50000 or less, you know, start making. Uh, if you start making $50,000 in your side business, depending on your life, you know, depending on your lifestyle, depending on where you live in the country, you can maybe quit your job if you make 50000 in your side business. I would err on the side of doubling, but I'm not entirely against making just as much. Okay, so I went on a little too long on that, but you guys get the point. So let's talk about the cost. Okay, so the one of the reasons why it is a bad idea, okay, the reason why it could be a bad idea that a lot of people don't think about to quit your job from full-time employee to entrepreneur on a median income of 50000 for example, 
the reason why it's not smart or it may not be a good idea to quit your job if you're making just as much as you do in your full-time job okay here's something here's a reason why no one thinks about no one any of those conversations you've heard any of those things you've read nobody has said this no one has said hey if i quit my job okay and i'm making just as much in my side hustle and i quit my job the reason why that may not be a good idea is because self-employment taxes self-employment taxes self-employment taxes are the killer of small businesses in my opinion you know and you know hey you know tax seasons just finished and i'm feeling some pain you know what i mean i'm not feeling a lot of pain but i'm like i gotta do something about this i gotta figure out how to do something about these self-employment taxes all right I got to figure it out, you know, so that may not be a good idea because the, the cost is greater. Now, yeah, you're not, you, you know, some people might say, you know, what? oh, you know, well, if I quit my job, I can, you know, dedicate more of my time to the business to grow the business. That could be true. The key word in that sentence is could be, that could be true. And you know what, the, the kind of person that I that I that I am and was I would I would have I would have probably done I would have I would have done that. I would have said, hey, you know, I can focus on my business more and I'm gonna use that time to focus on my business to double my money, to double my income, or you know, bring it up more, you know? But uh, but yeah, you could do that. You think you're you think you're saving yourself, right? You think you're saving time or or you, you, you think you're quitting your job, right? Quitting your job is a huge burden, right? Huge burden off your off your back. It's scary to do, but it's a huge burden. Like, damn, I don't have to wake up. I don't have to wake up at a certain time. I don't have to do this at a certain time. I, I can I can make my own schedule. I can be at home. I can, you know, live this 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 entrepreneurial dream, right? So you think you're you're you think you're saving time. And you think you think you're saving stress, right? You think you're saving stress. You think you're saving time, but that's not the case. You're actually expending more time, expending more money. You're expending more. Okay, so you're gonna get out your job, right? Get out the job to work in the business. This is this is assuming you quit on the basis of you make just as much as your salary or your job at a median income level 50,000 so let's let's talk about the stress the stress so you think your boss is stressing you out and that's why you want to leave you think your coworkers are stressing you out and that's why you need to leave right you think that you think the commute is stressing you out. And that's why you want to leave. 
But what I'm saying is you eliminate those things and all you're doing is you're replacing those problems with other problems. Okay. So you quit. You say, hey, you know, I don't have my boss anymore. I don't have these coworkers anymore. I don't have the BS that I'm dealing with over there anymore. And you come on this side, the dark side, full-time entrepreneurship, and you you know you need to, you know you need to make more money. You know you need to make more money because you're, you're making just as much in your side business as you did, you did in your job. But you have more time, right? You have more time to work in the business to double your income. Damn, you're doing you're you're making the same amount of money working uh working part time, quote unquote. Now you can double your money money working full time. That's the logic, okay? But you get over here on the dark side. And you realize that you're actually getting paid less than you were getting paid at your job. Okay? Because now you're doubling your time and you don't really know how much time to put in the business. So you put all of your time in the business because you have to make it work. You put all of your time in the business. And that may or may not have a, a, a reward at the end. So that is that right there is extremely stressful because you go through a, a mental process of thinking that if you spend more time in the business, you will be able to double your money more. And then when you actually quit your job, you actually get into the business, you realize that's not the case. So that fucks you up in your mind. And then you start really stressing out. You start working harder. You start working faster. You start working longer to try to ensure that you double your money. The boss stressing you out, coworkers stressing you out. That was actually less stressful than the stress of having to make more money, spending more time doing something without getting a direct result. Here's another thing people don't talk about going from employee to full-time entrepreneur. Okay, so, so people don't, don't talk about this and it's something I didn't understand until a lot later. You have income, right? You have income from your job and you have income from your business. I never heard anybody talk about the quality of that income. What is the quality of that income? Here's where I learned this. I learned it the hard way. I learned it selling on Amazon when I was doing retail arbitrage and then after that doing wholesale. There's a quality to the income. Now, specifically wholesale. We talk about wholesale specifically. So, when when I was doing wholesale, right? See, you deal with certain things. You know, if you're doing just general wholesale, right? You're not doing exclusives. You're not, you know, um, you know, partnering with the business to uh, help them sell their products on Amazon. You're doing you're you're doing the buying and you're doing the selling. So you're you're looking for companies to sell their products on Amazon. 
Now there's no restrictions. It's just, hey, you know, buy the products. You can put them on Amazon. Doesn't matter what price you sell them for. Doesn't doesn't matter, you know, how many people are allowed to sell on Amazon. It doesn't matter, you know. So you, you deal with all these different things, right? And the quality of that income, it varies. I would say most of the time, most of the time, it's low quality. Why? Why is it low quality? Because what happens is you have a bunch of people who are doing the exact same thing you're doing, buying from this company, and then they're putting it on Amazon or listing it on Amazon, right? So now you have 10, 20, 5, 10, whatever, how many sellers on the same listing. Everybody is competing for the buy box. So they keep lowering their price by a penny, lowering the price, lowering the price, lowering the price. Some some of those business some of those some of your competitors, they can they can deal with a lower margin of profit than you can. You know, some people are not that sophisticated, so they're selling at a loss, right? And then all the while you're trying to sell your products and you end up selling your products at a loss. And the next thing you know, Amazon jumps on the listing and they sell the product for half the price. So now if my business was around uh, with, with, with all of those uh, possible issues, right? And then I have my job and I'm making, you know, 50,000 in my wholesale business and I'm making 50,000 in my job. In my decision to quit my job, to spend more time, to spend more time in my business to double my money, the quality of that income is not great. But you don't know that, though. You don't understand that, though, right? Now I'm telling you, you understand it. But if I didn't say this shit and you did this, you would not understand this. And then what would happen? You're spending more time in the business. You're risking more money. You're working harder, trying to work faster, knowing you need to make more money. Not knowing, not having any other plan outside of that. And you're stressing the hell out because now you start seeing your profits dwindle as certain situations appear, right? Amazon jumps on the listing. Amazon uh, uh, deletes the listing because it, it violates certain policies. They can do that. They can do that at a blink of an eye or, you know, they can do it randomly, you know? And then next thing you know, now what? Now you're not making 50000 in your side business anymore. Now you're making 30000 So, So you're, you're, you're paying. You didn't save anything. You didn't save anything quitting that job. You paid to quit that job. You paid. All right? Now, I, 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 I don't mean to sound like this. You know what I'm saying? I know it sounds like I'm... Um, you know, coming down on somebody. But no, this, this, I, I am sounding this way because this is serious. This is shit that I've been through, you know? And, and this is, like I said, this is something people aren't talking about. They aren't talking about quality of income in terms of entrepreneurship. They aren't talking about, you know, uh, 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 they, they aren't talking about self-employment taxes, and there's a whole slew of things I can, I can go down the line with, you know? We didn't, we didn't talk about health insurance. We didn't talk about, you know, just insurance in general. You know what I'm saying? We didn't talk about uh, 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 life insurance, health insurance, and, and, and dental insurance, all that stuff. 
all of that stuff becomes more expensive when you come to the dark side of entrepreneurship full time. That's the dark side. Okay. You know, all of that, all of the things that we took for granted in the nine to five, you don't get. Okay. So now that does not mean that, you know, life is just going to be terrible forever. You know what I'm saying? You know, because if you, if you know, if, if I look at myself, life was very bad, you know, in, in terms of like finances and all that kind of stuff, you know, things were, were very hard and tough and, and, and all that shit. Right. In the early stages. And it wasn't until now or very recently, let's say within the past year or two, that things are turning in a way that are like, wow, I, I, I'm actually in control of this ship right here. I, I have actually built this ship that I'm, you know, I have some control over. I have enough control over where I can, you know, start making certain moves a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like I can, I can, you know, I can direct, you know. I can direct where I want to go. And, and and getting to that point, you know, that was, was very tough. But I think, but I think, you know, you know, a lot of the, not I think, but I know that a lot of, a lot of the decisions that I made and a lot of, and a lot of decisions that people are going to make moving forward. Um, people are making now or in the past excuse me or moving forward are going to be a lot of the, the things that, that that happened to us could be avoided if we understood the cost if we understood how much money energy attention and time it will cost you know everything has a cost you aren't saving anything all right so let's let's go through let's go through a few more examples now i can go on and on and on with the entrepreneurship full-time employee uh, example, but let's go to some, 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 uh, let's go through some, some, um, some examples that, you know, most people could relate. Most people could relate to, right? Okay. So, so, <clears throat> and, and I'm not saying, you know, Whatever you decide is good or bad. I want to make that distinction. I'm not, I'm not trying to say one thing is better than the other or one decision is better than the other. All I'm saying is people need to go in. People need to, uh, we, we all need to go in a situation, any situation from gas, something as simple as getting gas, you know, and 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 all the other things that are more complex than that. Going in, understanding that there is a cost to to you trying to save. It's a cost to it. You know, let me let me jump back to the um, let me jump back to the gas example real quick. I'm, I'm gonna tell tell something that's real life to me. You know, uh, oh another uh, well, it was real life to me the gas situation, but another real life situation with me. You know, when I was living in Inglewood, um, there was a gas station. There was an Arco, an Arco gas station on Manchester and Florence. Uh, no, excuse me, Crenshaw in Florence. And I would always go to that gas station. They always had the cheaper gas, quote, unquote, right? This was like, you know, in my before college days and after college days. 
I would, uh, you know, go there to get gas. Now, uh, Arco, you know, they don't take credit card. They only take debit card or cash. Debit card or cash. And at that time, they charged 35 cents to use your debit card. Now, I, I didn't carry cash, so I paid the 35 cents every time. Okay. So in my attempt to save money, right, in my attempt to save money, I go to this gas station and um, when I get there, I'm like, okay, well, you know, gas at the, the gas station across the street or a little bit closer to where I live. It was, cl it was close to where I live, but there was other gas stations closer. So I would have to say, okay, the gas over there is X amount of dollars and the gas here at the Arco is X amount of dollars. I'm going to use my debit card. It's 35 cents. Now, if I divide that out into how many gallons I'm getting ready to get, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get, uh, I don't know, seven gallons of gas. So that's five cents on per, per, per gallon on top of what the price is. So if it's 391 for the gas, so it's actually 396 when I spread over the cost of the 35 cents for using my debit card over the gas. You see, you, you see, it, you see, do you see it? Do you see it? What did I pay with? I paid with my attention. I paid with my energy. I paid with my time. Thinking about all that shit. That's my energy. That's my attention. That's my time. Right? So then I got to, okay, if I'm spit, you know, I got to go when I'm on E. So if I spend the most money, the, the 35 cents spreads over the, the cost of the gas. It spreads over more of it. So it's going to be a little bit cheaper. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. So, so... I will never do that again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that was that way back in the day. But I, right now, in my, in, at this point in my life, you know, that, that may make sense for people. You know, honestly, it doesn't make sense at all. You know, uh, I don't, rec even, you pay, you end up paying, you know, whether you're trying to save or not, you end up paying. So, especially these days when I'm, I'm more aware of that, I, I pay, I still pay. I pay regardless. I'm either gonna pay up my, uh, you know, with with my resources. Or I'm just gonna pay with. I can, see, I could pay with my energy, attention, and time, or I could just pay with my money. I'll pay with my money. I, I, I go to a gas station um, that's not too far from me. I don't. I don't go to the to, to the to the uh, to the the closest gas station to me. Because you know, yeah, I don't have to do that. I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not interested in saving that much time. There's a there's a 7-Eleven gas station a little bit further down from me today. And um, I drive down there and I get gas, you know, you know, so, you know, it, the the cost isn't much. It's not that far down. And I don't care, you know, beyond that. But um, but there's other there's other things that if if. Like that, my my time is a little bit more valuable. Uh, 
there's other things that I that I do I just pay for, you know, like groceries. You know, if I'm going somewhere, I'm, I'm not trying to you know coupon click. You know, I'm, I'm not seeing what the best price is for this that and the other. I buy it and go. I get what I need to get get and go. You know what I'm saying? I get what I need to get and go. You know, like I'm not really cost conscious in terms of that. If it's if this is something that's good for me and I need it, cool, let's get it. You know, like that's just how it's how it is. You know, um, and there's you know certain uh, you know certain activities right that, that I take my kids to. You know, yeah, sure, there's certain places that are like, you know, if you uh, go on this day or you go on that day, it's cheaper and all that stuff like that. It's like, nope, I got this. This is the day I can go. It's not on the cheap day. Gotta go. It's, I, I have to go this day. I can't be trying to maneuver my life to try to spend a few more dollars less. Because why? I end up paying still. I end up paying with my energy, attention, and time. I'm moving my schedule around to try to pay, you know, two, three dollars less per kid or whatever it is. No, I need my life how I need it, right? And I'm gonna go when I can go. So yeah, you're not you're not saving. I didn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have saved money. You know, even if even in my gas scenario net that's as now, even though I just, I drive a little bit further to get the gas that I want to get, I don't go to the nearest gas station near me. I mean, there is a, 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 a quite a significant difference in terms of price, and, but it's not that far, you know. And I generally go when I'm already going that direction. I'm already going down there, you know what I'm saying, to go to the, you know, go to the, the target that's down there or whatever, you know what I'm saying. But that's when I generally do it, you know. So, um, sure, you know, someone could say, hey, you know, that's an example of spending more time, you know. Um, yeah, sure, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna argue against that. You know, because at the end of the day, I am paying to drive a little bit further. It's, it's literally down the same street, not too far, a little bit further. And there is a significant cost difference, though, you know, but I fill up all the way. I'm already going that direction to go get other things, you know, so bam, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, anyways, so, yeah, you know, so you end up paying. You're not really saving, you know, but let's, let's talk about, uh, relationships for a second. Right. So at the end of the day, say what you want, but what is, what is, you know, marriage? What is, what is that? You know, what is, uh, um, you know, cohabitating, you know, you know, what is that? It's a very expensive relationship. It cost. You aren't saving, you know? Oh, we can save money if we if we live together, you know? We can save money. We can both split the bills, and, and some people do that, right? Split the bills. You, you think, you think you're splitting the bills. You think you're saving money. You're not. Energy, attention, and time, right? Energy, attention, time. I don't want to go too deep in that, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it can get really dicey with that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you will end up paying. You will pay for splitting the for splitting the costs. 
you will pay. And at the end of the day, let's let's be real. I mean, you really don't split costs 50-50 with, with your with your with your with your partner or your your your, your person, you know, your, your your person your relationship with. It's never 50-50. It's one does some of the things and the other person does most of the things. Now you may split one thing, you may split just the rent, but you're not splitting everything else down the middle. You know, what is the relationship? The relationship that I'm in. I pay for everything. Everything I, I, I pay for it. You know what I'm saying? I pay for it. Directly. Like it, yeah. It's a cost, right? It's a cost. Even though, sure, we are saving, see, see, we're saving time, right? We're saving time. And in, in my case, and my wife, you know, if she's if she if she wants to start working or something like that, you know, it will cost a time, right? You know, I gotta work around her schedule and then the kids and all this kind of other stuff. So there's time, energy, attention, right? Time, energy, and attention. But what do I end up paying with? I'm 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 paying with money. Okay, I'm paying with with uh, uh, I'm using I'm using my time, uh, my time, energy, attention to, you know, work around her schedule and, you know, and come, you know, hearing her problems about work and all this kind of stuff. So I, I end up I end up paying with that, even though we're, you know, let's say if she's, you know, she wants to start splitting the bills or something like that. Right. I may be saving money. I'm saving money. She's bringing money in. So I'm quote unquote saving money. Right. It goes straight into a savings account. Or she just puts it, you know, towards the like whatever. I don't know. Whatever she wants, whatever she, uh, whatever, whatever, whatever she does with the money, whatever we decide she does with the money, uh, 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 that is saving. That's more money in the house, but I end up paying. I end up paying with my attention, energy, and time, right? Dealing with, listening to her problems, you know, about work, you know, moving my schedule around. Trying to figure, you know, trying to figure out what's the best thing to all this kind of stuff. Like that shit is out the window for me. You know what I mean? It's not happening. But what do I end? But because I don't want to deal with that, I don't want to pay with my attention, energy, and time. What do I pay with? I pay with my dollars, right? So in exchange for her not doing that, I finance everything. Everything currently, everything in the future, everything, anything she wants, whatever, whatever, whatever. I end up paying. She would have been bringing money in. We would have been saving, quote unquote. But that's not saving. That's not saving. Because I end up paying with my energy, attention, and time. Okay? So I'm either going to pay with that or I'm going to pay with the money. I'll pay with the money any day. Yeah. I pay my money, pay with the money any day to be able to control the ship right to go where i know we need to go right and if you need whatever you need you got it bam here it is okay but at the end of the day i need my energy attention and time i need that to be able to steer the ship okay because i know where i'm trying to go you know you you, you understand what this is I, I can't be splitting up my time energy and attention to try to figure out your work schedule and all that kind of stuff right but you have to be willing to pay. You know, you can't have it both ways, right? You have to be willing to pay. And I'm willing to pay. There it is. Okay? I mean, Nate, Nate, give me an example. Give me an example. Give me an example where you think you're not paying. Give me an example. 
I want to hear it. Go over it in your head where you're not paying. You're, you think you're saving a buck, but you're not paying. You think, you, you think you're not paying. You're always paying. And what I am cautioning you about is understanding that. That's it. That's it. Doesn't matter which direction you go in. Doesn't matter. Understand what the costs are. Because what because well, the reason why this the reason why, you know, the reason why I'm so adamant about this is because you're gonna end up in significant pain. You're gonna you're you're gonna make decisions that lead to significant pain that could be avoided. If you just understood that there's a cost to what you are doing. See, when you understand the cost, you know, again, are you paying in money or are you paying with energy, attention, and time? Or are you paying with all four? Okay. Doesn't matter. Understand what your costs are going in. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, this is something I figured, I, I've learned, right? I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I, I understood every time I, I made a decision, I understood what I was paying. No, that, that's, that's, I mean, that's nowhere near the case. The reason why I'm so adamant about this is because I did not know what the costs were to anything I was doing. Even when I was in business, you know, even when I was in business, a lot of times I didn't understand what the costs were. You know, I'm just out here just doing shit, right? Just doing business. You know, doing business, you know, looking good, right? Looking good, doing business, but not really understanding my costs. And let's take it back to business real quick. Okay. So this is the last one. I'm gonna get up out of here. So <clears throat> when I was doing, um, you know, Amazon full time, right? FBA. And when I decided to go non-Amazon, there was a cost to that. Okay? There was a cost for moving from Amazon, FBA, to doing non-Amazon. And the, the cost was pretty scary. You know, it was pretty scary. Because um, here, here's, here's the reality, right? You know, Amazon FBA, seemingly on the surface, a lot more easier than selling off Amazon, right? Because FBA, right? You send it to the warehouse, Amazon fulfills the rest. You know, you sit back and, and watch the sales. You know, you get your pricing, get your pricing together. Um, you get your pricing together and, you know, you have your automatic automated pricer if you have that or whatever that's called. Um, and then you, you kind of just, you know, you, you can kind of just watch the money come in. Not all the time, but, you know, theoretically. And that's been, you know, that's been my situation a lot of the times. We're just kind of just send the stuff to FBA, you know, adjust the prices a little bit, and watch the money come in, right? And the only challenge is just constantly sending things to FBA. That's really the only challenge, you know. On the surface, that's all it is, on the surface. Okay, so um, going from that to fulfilling my own orders, right, off Amazon, it was a major cost. Because, you know, FBA, obviously you can, you know, s you know, send, um, 
know, the products FBA and they fulfill the orders and all this other kind of stuff. And they do a lot of the back end stuff too. But <clears throat> I was trying to say, I wanted to save my headaches, right? My headaches were, you know, the um, sellers, the multiple sellers, price cutting. My, my issues were, you know, Amazon coming on the listing and selling it for half the price. My issues were um, the, uh, um, uh, what else? Um, it was, uh, you know, Amazon um, coming up with new policies or, or you know, any new policies and, and I'm automatically violating those policies so my listings would get canceled or, or deleted. Um, you know, and then my, my issues, my, my issues were also products, you know, being lost inbound and keeping up with that. And, and, and just all this stuff I have to keep watching Amazon do, I have to keep, uh, um, watching them to make sure they weren't, you know, cheating me, I guess you could say. Right. So I was, I was, I wanted to get away from that. Okay. Cause that was causing me a lot of pain, you know? Um, and I talked about a lot of that on this podcast, a lot of the different issues I was having. Right. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I talked about a lot of that, you know, was that last year, a couple of years ago in, in those episodes, but anyways, so, and what I did was I came over to the other side was like non Amazon, non Amazon where I'm fulfilling my own orders. Right. So I'm, 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 I'm eliminating one problem, right. Or a, a number of problems but I'm, I'm exchanging them for other problems, right? So I actually, you know, when I started selling not Amazon, I had to fulfill my own orders, right? Which was a pain in the ass at the beginning because I didn't know, because the, the whole thing is like with Amazon FBA, the reason why it is so attractive for a lot of people, for the people who do Amazon and not eBay, right? There's people who do Amazon and not eBay, but there's people who do eBay and Amazon or eBay and not Amazon. But very rarely, or not not often, not, I would say rarely, but it's not often. If you come in the gate doing FBA, you're not gonna be filling eBay. That's not like they're two different things, and you you, you don't want to deal with that because there's a fear of oh the cost of shipping and and then all this stuff, right? But anyways, so I come onto the non-Amazon side, and I have to fulfill my own orders. You know, I'm selling eBay, I'm selling on Poshmark, I'm selling on Macari, and I have to figure out the shipping. Right. Because that's, that's so foreign, you know, it's so foreign to me, you know. So I think I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm saving. I'm saving the stress of uh, all those things I was having with those problems I was having with Amazon. And then I come on to the to non Amazon and I'm dealing with sh the, the shipping. Uh, my. Uh. uh I don't know if you can hear it, but my smoke alarm keeps beeping. Battery's low. But um, but anyways, it's very annoying. <laughs> but anyways, um, uh, I deal with that when I'm done. When I'm done here. Um, um, anyways, so yeah, so I am. Uh, I'm dealing with shipping. I'm spending hours on fulfilling orders. Hours, hours. One one time, I'm fulfilling orders for um, Poshmark. That was one of the early. Um, channels that I was selling on uh, when I when I started dabbling outside of Amazon I remember it took me six hours to do the shipping 
took me six hours. And, and part of the reason why I was doing that is because uh, at that time, I was, uh, I was saving a lot of boxes, right? I was saving boxes. Because, you know, uh, with, with Poshmark, as of now, you know, as of today, and it was, it was true back then as well, it was a couple of years ago, um, as long as the, the box is under five pounds, uh, as long as your, your package is under five pounds, you don't have to uh, pay for shipping. You know, the seller does not pay for shipping. So if it's five pounds, or if it's five pounds, or or if it's more than five pounds, excuse me, you're gonna pay additional for shipping. So what I was doing, I, I had no, you know, I have no experience shipping, right? So I would save boxes. I would get boxes from you know order ordering stuff on Amazon just for daily use. I would get boxes. I had a uh, I worked a part time job at a bank for for a little while. I'll, I'll get boxes from there when they, when they would have stuff delivered. Uh, this is back in two thousand. Two thousand beginning two thousand twenty is when I was working that part time job. Two thousand twenty, um, um, the beginning of two thousand twenty. So right right before pandemic, uh, hit, uh, I would get boxes from there, and and, and um, you know, I would just I would just collect boxes because I wanted to have stuff to ship my products with. Um, <clears throat> but I was uh, you know, just 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 you know, still figuring it out. Not not really much experienced. I knew nothing about shipping. I didn't know you can get free boxes from uh, USPS or free shipping supplies. I I just didn't know, and um, uh, and you know I would, and the products I was selling, I would try to fit them in the uh, some boxes. So some boxes were too big, and some boxes were too small. So I'm going through all these different boxes. And I'm doing all this shit, right? And and that was me paying with my time. So sure, I wasn't dealing with the problems on Amazon, but I was paying. I was paying with the energy, attention, and time on, you know, you know, it wasn't that many orders, you know, um, but anyways, so I was paying through, I was paying that way. I was paying with the, uh, with the pain of going through the, the process of learning about shipping. Okay. See, well, on Amazon, on, on Macari, I was selling on Macari as well. I was doing, I was doing eBay too, but, um, uh, but I was doing a lot of Poshmark and Macari at one point. And you you have to, uh, you know, with Macari, you have to know the co- You have to know the weight of, of your package before you even list the item. So while you're listing the item, you have to put how much it weighs. Because how much it weighs is going to determine how much the shipping uh, cost is going to be. Okay? And that is, you know, in... in that's you know you have you have to know that beforehand. So that took a lot of time. Like I have to like oh, okay, I gotta remember I'm gonna package this specific item this specific way, right on Macari, right. So I'm doing that on all these different. I'm 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 doing that and and it's, it gets kind of a little complicated. And then on eBay, it's like oh you know damn how much like you know you don't really you, you know you you can find out afterwards after the sale how much your shipping is gonna be. So you have to you have to understand how to price your items. You have to understand how to price your items so you're not losing money on the shipping. I I wasn't I wasn't savvy on none of that. I wasn't savvy on none of that, right? So yes, I eliminated my problems that I had on uh, eBay or excuse me Amazon, but I was spending a lot more time, energy, and attention on figuring out how to uh, uh, you know do the shipping and pricing, right? And the pricing and the listing 
creating listings. You don't do that on Amazon, right? So yes, I'm saving headache over here, but I'm paying with more headache, more time, more energy, more attention over here. So I didn't save anything. So there was no savings. There's no savings. Okay, you're going to pay. I paid. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Here's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is I got to a certain point where that's no longer a problem. Right? I understand how to make the listings. I understand how, and I can outsource that. I can understand, I understand how to do the shipping. It's not an issue. I, you know, it's not an issue. It's no, it's no longer an issue now. So now I'm at a point where I don't deal with the problems on Amazon and I also don't deal with the, I'm done paying the price of dealing with the problems or, you know, dealing with the new things I was dealing with off Amazon. All right. So, so yeah. So now I'm saving. Now I'm, I'm, I'm saving, but it, it came at a price. So it's not really saving yet. It's not really saving. It's still coming at a price. Because at the end of the day, with the stuff that's happening on Amazon, right? So at the end of the day, I could, there, there could be a way I can figure out how to not deal with that anymore, right? So if I were to do like private label or something like that, but that, that's not 100% true, but I could have figured out how to stop dealing with that stuff on Amazon. But that would come at a price. It would come at a price. Because you can, yeah, you can go private label instead of doing wholesale. But even with private label, there's a, there's a huge price for that, for one, monetarily. And also there's a price to pay because there's, there's always a possibility that, you know, uh, there's other problems with that, with Amazon. You know, they can, you know, sell their product. They can sell a knockoff product of, of your private label product next to yours, right? They can, you know, at, at half the price, they can, you know, they can come up with a new policy and say your product violates this policy, and then you're you're out of business. So many other different issues, and not only that, don't talk about, uh, don't mention the the high ticket price, the monetary price of you know of uh, buying lots of quantities of 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 something, and having to stick with that inventory, and then also the time, the time it takes to to get samples and talk with suppliers and go back and forth and get the correct product that could take you know six months to a year. So you're always paying. You're always paying. You're always paying. All I'm cautioning you is to know what the price is. Know what the costs are because there's a lot of talk out here. There's a lot of people making things sound good about what they do and how they make their money. Now, if you look at my, if you listen to my podcast, like it's, it's somewhat dark because I, 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 I go over the dark shit about all of this, right? You know, entrepreneurship is not, it's not. It isn't what you see on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. It's it's hard, right? It's hard. And it's not the funnest all the time. You pay. You end up paying. So, um, with that said, you know, that that that's uh you know, we can go on and on. You know, we can go on and on and on. You know, we can go on and on and on. Like I said. I want to make sure I make this clear. I am not um, favoring any decision over another decision. I'm not favoring it. I'm not uh, 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 favoring any path that you take 
versus another path. All I am saying in this episode is for you to understand as best as you can what the costs are. That you're never saving anything. You're never saving money. Whenever you're saving money, you're paying with your intangible assets. Whenever you're saving on your intangible assets, you are paying with your money. In a nutshell, that's all you need to understand. That's it. And make your decisions accordingly. And just understand what you are getting yourself into as best as you can. It's not, it's not possible to understand everything all the time. But as long as you understand, as long as you don't trick yourself into believing you are saving anything. Because you're not. You're never saving. And the problem is, there's a lot of people out here, uh, you know, on the internet and everywhere else. Uh, who, you know, you know, make it look good. And, you know, that's part of their, it's part of their business model. It's part of the business model. When you're reading a book or you're reading some articles or you're watching some videos, you know, on YouTube or whatever it is, it, it's part of the, it's just a part of it. It's a part of it to make things sound a little bit more easier than what they are. It's part of it to use language to get you, you know, interested. Even though the language is is not necessarily true, the language that they're using, for example, saving, that's saving. That is a word that that it it, it it's. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful with the things that you're hearing and the things that you're reading. Okay, even with my stuff, you gotta be careful. Be careful, you know. Like that's that's part of the reason why my stuff is like very anecdotal, because at the end of the day, you know, I can always say, hey, I'm speaking from my my experience. You know, I talk to you about stuff that I experience. You know what I'm saying? I talk to you about stuff I, I'm experiencing. So uh, it's not, you know, it's not fact. Unless I present you with facts and I say, hey, this, here's a fact and here's what here's what it is to back it up. And whenever something's not a fact, I say, you know, I, I, I pre-qualify it. Right. You know, if you listen to me long enough, I, I pre-qualify the things I say. So um, <clears throat> know the cost. That's it. Know the cost. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Um, I appreciate um, appreciate, you know, you guys listening and um, I appreciate the people who are coming on new um, and listening to the podcast, I appreciate that, and um, and um, I look forward to continuing to make more episodes for you guys. Thank you so much, and uh, yeah, enjoy your week. Peace.